Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is one of the only likable characters of the Squadron Supreme, Jordan. Hi. I almost I almost want to make a DC reference and talk backwards because just looking at this character reminds me of that. But let's but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be talking about Arcana. And this is also just real, it's, it's a cute spelling because instead of, it has two ends at the end. So it's like Anna. Yeah. Like Arcana. It's cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's Arcana. And, um, you know, she looks like a white lady. Yeah. Like, she looks like a white lady. I mean, imagine like, a white I- lady, then put some, like, kind of cool hair on it. And as I alluded to, she kind of reminds me of Zatanna. Except instead of coat, like the actual black and white coattails, she just has like an overcoat. Yeah, she also wears green. Yeah, she's got the green one piece and, and fishnet stockings. Yeah, in the Peter Pan boots. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but her name, her real name, is Arcana Jones. <laughs> so, which cool, like that's a good name, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. And she's a she's a crime fighter. Uh, former medium. Uh, like, everyone knows who she is because, uh, as we're getting into later, she was a part of 12 people who took over the Earth. I, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, there's no other alias. Her place of birth is unrevealed. She is married. Um, and no, there's no de- deceased ones here. They're all alive, which Hooray. is so weird to say. Yeah. Uh, so, Philip, her husband, Katrina, Dr- uh, and Drusilla. As her daughters, and Andrew Benjamin uh, and Benjamin Thomas are her son. Oh, that's actually kind of a big family. Yeah, she like I think in and the, she was like, a crime fighter too. That's 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 something. She, she was actively hiding a pregnancy, like for uh, the Benjamin Thomas too, with her magic. She's just an illusion, so they still let her fight. The only yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. That- we, yeah, she wanted to still crime fight, but she also was pregnant, which again, bad choice there. Yeah. You're not you're not super strong. You're you're magic. Yeah, you, get, you, you cast some illusions, I guess, so Hmm. Yeah. But um but yeah, she wanted a big she wanted a big family, so she got a big family. Which is admirable. Yeah. yeah. So her group affiliation is Squadron Supreme. Her base of operations is Squadron City on Squadron Supreme's alternate Earth, which is Earth uh, seven twelve. Seven twelve. Yeah, seven twelve. Okay, so they they officially gave it a number. Yeah, I mean, of course they did. Like, why wouldn't they? Well, they, no, I, I remember they gave it like several names too before they finally <laughs> gave it a number. Yeah, well, not in the book. Ah. This is still before. Um, I don't think they did the uh, universe system until. I don't think they did the, like, Earth whatever, whatever, until, like, an episode of, I mean, an issue of, like, I want to say Excalibur. I want to say Excalibur started that. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because um, I think I think there was there was like a huge arc where they did some like universe hopping. Well, it's cross time adventure. Yeah, yeah. And so they had uh, to they had to do something to keep track of things. Yeah, it was either that or it was an issue of X Men. One of them. I know Kitty Pride was involved, so it could be either. But but yeah. So she uh, first appeared in Defenders issue number twelve, which is twelve. The issue, sorry, one twelve. Sorry, oh, not okay. one twelve. Because I was gonna um, say, isn't twelve really early? Yeah, this was eighties, not seventies. Um. So yeah, it was a strange visitor from another planet, and it came out in October nineteen eighty two. Yeah, so this is uh, the aforementioned uh, thing that we talked about a couple of times when talking about the Defenders. Um, Overmind, basically. Oh, wait, this is when... Uh, yeah, this is when uh, Beast and uh, Iceman was in the... Def- uh, was in the... Um, well, what am I trying to say? Was in the Defenders. Beast um, and Silver Surfer? Or Silver Surfer was helping out that one time? Server Surfer was an original. He was an OG. Defender. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Or, Defender, Defenders is one of those. Is the like you said. It, it was supposed to be a, the group that's not a group. And even then, I know it's supposed to be all kinds of random people, and I still can never remember. So, okay, wait. It's either either. Okay, I know. I think because Beast and Iceman was in the Defenders, and they were both also Beast was in the Avengers. So one or the other was wasn't um, wasn't wasn't Beast and Iceman in the Champions as well though. Like together, like I, th- I thought. Oh they no, were- no, no! I'm thinking, no, no. They're in the champions. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the wrong one. He okay. was probably in the. He was probably in the Avengers right now. Okay. Okay. Because Scarlet Witch is there in Vision. It's also, I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> eh. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go through. I don't want to go through the many rosters of the Defenders through my head right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> in the Avengers, like I mean, it's. I only have so much bandwidth. But yeah, this is uh, when ov- this is Overmind when Overmind came back basically. Um, okay. Overmind who was really supposed to be like a one-off like Fantastic Four villain uh who has the mind of a billion people. I forget how many minds. Basically like they held like a tournament and like this planet was about to go like be beat up by another planet. Uh, of people and they're just like hey why don't we put all of our people into one person and this the per- guy who's over mind like one thing and he has like the mind of several billion people but then the other planet that they're fighting against had the mind of several hundred million people and then like it can't turns out the guy more mind you have the more stronger you are apparently but I have a whole episode of Overmind. go listen to Overmind episode um but uh, this is when Overmind was going over to the um, Earth seven one seven one two. Okay. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more uh, on there. Also, the cover is like very textbook, like comic yeah. book cover. Like it's not bad by any means, but it's not great. Yeah, like there's a red. Red uh, toned version of Overmind in the background, but he's mostly covered up by everyone cringing in the front. Yeah, I mean it's like you know stuff's happening. It's 
It's Wait, not boring. It's not who's bad. The, who's the orange guy with the wings? A gargoyle. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Listen to my gargoyle episode. Back when I did back in the G's. Um Yeah, uh so yeah, let's get into this. So <clears throat> Arcana is a native to the other dimensional alternate earth inhabited by a team of Superhuman champions known as the Squadron Supreme. Arcana was born with the aptitude for wielding supernatural powers, as well as certain psychic powers which developed as she matured. It has not been revealed how she learned to master her magical abilities. Could have, like, practiced with them? Maybe. You know? You know, like, when you have inborn skills, sometimes you can practice with them and you get better. Yeah, and if you have really good friends, sometimes they'll let you practice on them. I'm sure she yeah. found someone who would let them... What was it, or psychic she... powers? I bet she, should or... let, she found someone who'd let her read, read their minds. Yeah. Um, so, she originally worked as a medium, but after marrying Philip Jones, she decided to support her family by uh, as a professional crime fighter. Okay. Oh, uh, I like this next sentence. Yep, her husband stayed at home to raise the children. Which is good. That's sweet. Yeah, you know. An early well, stay-at-home dad. Something you, you don't get to see very much in comics. Yeah. Uh, like most of the rest of the squadron, uh, she was mentally enthralled by the Overmind, a collective of alien intelligence, uh, working in concert with the demonic entity Null, the Living Darkness. The Overmind uses squadron uh, as his agents to basically, you know, con- do, like, conquest of their Earth. But uh, Hyperion, who retained his free will, an alliance with uh, Superman champions from the other Earth called Defenders, a freed squadron from the squadron from Overmind's uh, control. Together, they vanquished, they vanquished both Overmind and Null. Um, so yeah, basically, um, yeah, they they did a thing where they basically made America the uh, the rulers of the entire Earth. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Nighthawk, Richard, I'm, mm, Kyle Richard, Kyle Richard, see, see, Richmond, Kyle Richmond. Okay, Kyle Richmond. I was gonna, I was gonna say Richard Ryder, but no, that's Nova. (laughs) What? No, that's not even close. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, but he was president and he was just like, we're going to use our largest standing army and our surplus of superhumans to take over the world. Squadron's Earth was left in a political economic ruin in the aftermath of Overmind's takeover. The squadron included, including Arcana, decided to take control of the United States for a year in order to implement their utopian project, by which they intended to solve all the nation's major problems, ranging from hunger and crime to illness and death itself. During this year, Arcana became pregnant again, but fearing that Squadron would compel her to take a less active role, that they knew the truth, she kept the pregnancy secret at first. Later, she misled the Squadron into thinking that she'd become pregnant months later than she actually had by using her magical illusion and by basically just, you know, making her look less pregnant. Huh. Although, wouldn't they be like, wow, that's a new baby, Weren't you? Just, didn't you just get pregnant like two months ago? Yes, it's very premature, but, but yeah, uh, some, some, some would, would say that they didn't, you know, implement it. They did a fascism. Some would say they did a fascism. 
I yeah, think he, I think I think it worked like most things. We're like, hey, we're doing this for everyone's good, and then it, it no, no, it was a fascism from the beginning. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's it's literally like the whole like uh like the one of the hallmarks of fascism is wanting to have simple answers to complicated problems, and it turns out if you just let the superhumans do it, that's. Even if it's actively making the world not maybe I don't know if better is the right word, but finally Arcana went into labor during battle in Squadron uh, City, the squadron's uh, headquarters between the squadron and the members of the Redeemers, a team recruited by Nighthawk, the former squadron m- member, who was signed in opposition to the squadron's assumption of political power. Shape, a squadron member who joined the Redeemers. Still regarded Arcana as his friend, left the battle to take her to Squadron City Hospital. The uh, squadron lost the battle, and Hyperion conceded that Ad Hoc was right and to oppose them and surrendered on the squadron's behalf. The squadron pledged to give up uh, control of the United States and to help dismantle the Utopian Project. Meanwhile, in the hospital, like she gave birth to her son, Benjamin Thomas Jones, and she was a p- still part of the Squadron Supreme. They skipped over a lot of stuff that yeah, happened in that, that story. That, isn't that the battle where, like, half the team died? Yeah, they didn't, like, yeah, like, they skipped over a lot of stuff. Like, are they telling it from her point of view? It's like, oh, we were about to fight, and then I had to go to the hospital. How's everyone doing? Yeah, they, they like completely skipped over the part where Arcana kind of signed off on, um, yeah, Warrior Woman, too. on Warrior Woman being like totally okay with taking advantage of a apparently amnesiastic, uh, uh, person and forcing him into uh, a relationship. Yeah, I mean they skipped over that part. It was heavily oh, implied was- that Arcana did that to Benjamin. What about, wait, what was it about, uh, wasn't it Golden Archer who also tried to do that? Well, Golden Archer just straight up, like, mind, I mean, brainwashed. Oh. Like, no, uh, Hyperion, well, sorry, the Hyperion that she was dealing with um, was the Hyperion that just lost his vision, but the Hyperion before uh, killed her husband and then had a, like, a love affair with him. But she, like, still liked Hyperion, so this Hyperion who's just like, yo, you're just my friend and stuff, and kind of forced the relationship that she wanted on him, because she had the power in the relationship at that point. It's not great. Like, I don't know why no. they just, they just get over, like, so many ethical problems. And it was uh. heavily implied that Arcana did that to Benjamin, uh, to, not Benjamin, um... Philip? Philip, too. Ooh. Like, she uh, used her psychic powers on him because she liked him a lot and wanted to make it okay with her being a crime fighter. So, <clears throat> yeah, like, it's, she's not great. She's not a great person. She's the most likable, I think, but she's not great. That's, I, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, she has, uh, she weighs, sorry, she's uh, 5'8", weighs 130, blue eyes, silver hair. I thought she was blonde. Maybe it's a it's a silver supposed to be a silver blonde, and you know, anything that's blonde they just make yellow. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was maybe I was just misremembering. Um, but yeah, she has magic. That's that's what her powers are. 
is magic. So, I mean, she can also, like, use magic to let her fly. Oh, and for some reason she just tended to use broomsticks because it was witchy and magical? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, like when I say she's the most likable, I just means like she was the one who was least offensive. Like, uh. <laughs> so like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, she wasn't like, she's not great, but she also, I mean, she did pretty much. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna I'm just gonna I'm done I'm done talking about her. Okay, like, I don't have I don't have the mental fortitude to go through the entire. There's too much going on in Squadron Supreme. It's such a good book, but also very, like, a lot goes on in it. Yeah. Read Squadron Supreme. Don't read it one sitting like I did multiple times. It's it weighs heavy on the soul. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, we're finished. So, um, I don't have a segment. <laughs> I'm used to having a segment. Yeah. Um, I'm doing practice. like 200, 200 plus episodes of everyone being dead. It like really just <laughs> changes. It changes everything. Everything has changed. Um. Okay. So, yeah. I th- what What do you have to plug? Um. Mostly, you can find me on on Twitter at uh, Dorimingu. That's D O R I underscore M I N G U. I mostly just kind of retweet uh, friends' podcasts and things going on. I mean, they're usually a lot of fun and stuff, so, you know, something to listen to. Uh, I think, yes, by the time this is out, I'll, I mean, my friends, uh, the original podcast that I, that I worked on, like, really worked on, was uh, War and Beast, and we started that back up. We're talking about War for Cybertron, which is... Uh, uh, Hasbro's second attempt at making a trilogy of series about a toy line, so you know, give it a little bit better past than the Power of the Primes ones that they did. Like, isn't the isn't the one isn't the War on Cybertron for for Cybertron? Isn't that the one where they actually tell the technically canonical story about why Megatron's Megatron and how the Autobots are technically just fascistic uh, elites well, that are just trying... <laughs> okay, that's actually... We've talked about that quite a few times in the episodes. It's really kind of cool. And we've done that before in, in Beast Wars. But yeah, um, there's this really underlying current of something that's called functionalism, where, like, if you're if you're all forms a race car, then you're a sports... You know, you're a sports star who races around. Or if you're, like, a plane, you fly around and do stuff. And if you're a dump truck, you just do dump truck stuff. And it kind of became like a lot of the Decepticons were basically the low low level workers in the mines and the stuff like that, or gladiatorial pits, and they kind of got sick of it. And Megatron kind of just you know gathered them all together and like you know this is bullshit. We should really not do this. So I mean, there's that undercurrent there that just kind of just grows out of all contr- like out of control. So it's pretty much the only reason why the Autobots are good and the Decepticons are bad is because the Autobots got to Earth first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I mean, some of the better stories definitely show what uh, what happens when, you know, the lore goes on too long and some people basically were like, take it too far. But that, but the thing is, is that that's on both sides. Like, they're really 
the best stories really basically show that there are no good guys. These this is just two warring factions that really, really screwed things up. Yeah. Well, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. It's been on my queue to watch. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, this is well, this is uh me, Jesse. I have another podcast. Um Turn to Page, which right now is at this time being reviewed ba- reviewed back what's the right word recertified or uh, um recertified reinstated recertified reinstated yeah for apple because of you know shenanigans uh that i you know, that i'm not going to get into but uh but we uh but you should be able to find it um you know on anchor which is you know if you follow over in smile. The social or the oh the no the the social the, the thing that's not created because I <laughs> um, you, you'll get so, to it <laughs> yeah I'll I'll put I'll try to put a link or something in the description I have the ability to put hyperlinks why don't I put a hyperlink <laughs> but yeah you'll you'll find that like there should be a couple episodes out by the time this comes out and uh and yeah it's uh both a restart and a um completely new yeah i don't know so new and improved i don't know that's the thing i think it's good but that's just cuz i well actually no i'm very honest uh with myself i'll throw shit out if i think it's bad uh, but, <laughs> but but yeah uh but yeah that's that should be up and um yeah, enjoy it she's your adventure book podcast so and me and rob are going to take turns uh, rob Trevino, who um, we are taking turns reading choosing adventure books at each other, and you know we're goofing off and whatnot. So this this episode's over. Um, this this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.